Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. This hour, you're inside looking to the world of boxing. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and folks, I am one day away from San Juan, Puerto Rico. That's right, I'm broadcasting, of course, from the Sports Byline Studios, but this week, it'll be San Juan, the beaches, of course, and of course, the scary Zika virus. I'm a little scared of that, so Pedro going into uh, San Juan, a bit paranoid for the 29th annual WBO convention, of course, this week at the Caribbean Hotel in lovely San Juan, Puerto Rico. And it's good to go back to San Juan, although... You know, my memories of Puerto Rico are with Hector Camacho and people like that, and some, to an extent, Edwin Rosario before he died. So both these guys have passed on to Puerto Rico's great, great fighters. And it's a little rough going back into a place where you knew somebody and they're not there. It's a little weird. So anyway, I have a good time this week. We'll talk boxing this hour. Next hour, we're talking mixed martial arts, right? MMA, USC, Bellator, and of course, the World Series of Fighting. Lots of stuff to talk about in the world of uh, mixed martial arts, of course. Cain Velasquez, the cat from Silicon Valley, San Jose, California, the former world heavyweight champion, duking out December the 30th against the former champion, the man that knocked him out, that beat him for the title, Fabrice Verdum. So that's going to be part of this UFC event on the 30th, of course, coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. But straight up, the big fight we want to talk about, as far as boxing's future is concerned, it's going to go down November the 19th, T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas. We're talking about Andre Ward, unbeaten 2004 Olympic gold medalist, taking on the unbeaten crusher. 30-0, Sergey Kovalev. What a fight. I think the winner will be pound for pound, the best fighter in all of boxing. Open phone lines, coast to coast, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. 
Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Checking the clocks, it's 12 minutes past the hour. This is hour number one of two, the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a production of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, hour number one, we primarily talk boxing. In hour number two, we primarily talk to mixed martial arts and a little pro wrestling as well. Now, that doesn't mean we leave it all on Sundays with Ring Talk. We come back at 5 p.m. Pacific time. I come back with a totally different look. I bring a guy on that's the only doctor in all of pro wrestling. That's right, Dr. Mike Leno. There's only one doctor. You see all these doctor this, doctor that. Well, that's all part of staged uh, you know, acting, okay? But Dr. Mike is a real dentist. He's the real deal. Of course, been re- in wrestling since 1966. He's got a, wow. I, he's got an acumen that's just unparalleled. Him and Dave Meltzer are probably the two geniuses of geniuses when it comes to the world of pro wrestling and mixed martial arts. So straight up, Dr. Mike Leno does hour number one of me, uh, no holds barred with myself at 5 p.m. Pacific. I'm at 6 o'clock. We switch gears and talk to mixed martial arts. We bring in the kid, the youngster. I'm talking about my man, Zach Attack Young, says 5 p.m. Pacific time, Sundays, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Word. It's called No Holds Barred. There's a reason why it's called No Holds Barred. You've got to tune in to find out. Because if you think I'm PC here, I'm not PC there. Straight up, let's talk PC. B.J. Flores challenged for the WBC Cruiserweight title last night. But let me tell you a little story about B.J. Torres, B.J. Flores. He's from, I think he's from Texas. Anyway, we're together. Uh, he's going to do his pro debut. I think it's in May. I'm looking up the record in May of 2003, May 3rd, 2003. He's doing it on NBC television at the Flamingo Hilton in Las Vegas, Nevada. So there's a couple of prelim guys fighting, or we would call a jobber or a journeyman. This and that. Some guy with a horrible record, like 8-90 or something like that, facing some guy that's like 13-0. and 0. 
So the guy that's 890 is like overwhelmed. I mean, he's just, you know, like we're talking about a fighter. One fighter is a 10. The other fighter is a minus four. That's the disparity in talent. Okay. They shouldn't be in the ring together, yet they were. Anyway, it was a setup for this guy. So the uh, the last, the lesser fighter takes a knee because he's taking a whooping. And this TV producer from NBC yells up, sits there and goes, what a goddamn bum. What a bum. Get up, you bum. Man, I jumped out of my seat and went after that dude like you wouldn't believe. I said, man, have you ever done anything? You know, have you ever boxed? Who the hell are you? Turns out to be some, he was some clown, the uh, ringside producer. He was a guy telling, calling for the camera shots and this kind of stuff and calling fighters bums and this and that and get off the. Oh, anyway, I lit into him like you would not believe the Flamingo Hilton Hotel security came over and I told the guy he called this fighter an effing bum. That's what he called him out loud. Now, I know everybody's got a ticket to pay here, but this guy's not a, a a participant. He's part of the TV crew. I think he needs to hold a a, a better level a level of decorum here. And uh, I think the, the the security people agreed with me. And guess what? NBC sanctioned him, and he didn't work any more events as far as boxing was concerned. So, touche to uh, him. But bottom line was, BJ Flores shouldn't have messed around, man, with these these these, these current day cruiserweights. I mean, if he turned pro in two thousand three, that means he's been he's been fighting thirteen years. He's thirty seven years old. I mean, it's not got a pretty decent record. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But record aside, you know, twenty what thirty two three and. One got stopped for the first time last night. But Tony Bellow's a mean dude. Tony Bellow's a, 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 just a rough, tough customer from the U.K., okay? He's not the type of guy you want to get into a, a fight with, especially if you're, like, old and slow and smaller than your guy and all that kind of good stuff. you got all these disadvantages against you. But B.J. Flores went out there, and he gave it his all last night, of course. But he got drilled in three rounds of losing in TKO in three. Of course, that was, that was in Liverpool in the Echo Arena. But Bellow now... Wow, good-looking fighter now, 28-2-1. Good-looking fighter. Great fighter? No, but one of those rugged Brits. You know, you like those rugged Brits. Those guys are rugged. As, they just are. And you had to admire them. Of course, that's where boxing all started. Marcus Queensbury, all that kind of good stuff. Anyway, Bello now, now wants to take on the former WBA heavyweight title holder and, I believe, cruiserweight title holder, David Hay. David Hay said, uh, talking about Bello's performance, I said he was first class. He went out there and he beat a very good fighter, but he was taking some big shots in the process. His defense looked very leaky. In other words, David Hay is going to fight Tony Bellow at 200 pounds, which is a smart fight for David Hay because David Hay is just not big enough, has not got enough meat in his draws to um, fight at heavyweight. I mean, you just can't. If you're a guy that's making 200 pounds and able to make 200 pounds, and then you try to step up and fight guys that are fighting at 255 and 260, wow, good luck. I mean, come on, man. That's why they have weight divisions. That's why I never understood the heavyweight division per se. Anything over a certain amount is go. Any, I don't know about that. I think there should be different weight classes. I think it should be an additional, at least one more super heavyweight weight class. In other words, have heavyweights go up to like 235, and after 235, we'll call it super heavyweights. This is the way it is. I mean, the athletes are getting bigger. I mean, think about this. Back in the 1950s and 60s, when some of the baby boomers were coming to life, um, uh, a working man weighed 160 pounds. That was why they called the middleweight champion the working man's champion. Because for the most part, that's what a guy here in the United States that worked a nine-to-five job, that's what he weighed, 160 pounds. Now, it's closer to 260, but that's a that's the thing about diet and exercise I'll get into on another day. Straight, <laughs> straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. You know, as I mentioned earlier, I'm off to Puerto Rico tomorrow for the 29th annual WBO convention. Of course, we're going to talk about ring safety and this and that, and I think that's... That's a little weird because 
Wilfredo Vasquez Jr. is fighting next week. You know, everybody knows he's the son of the former WBA 130-pound and 26-pound champion, I believe, uh, Wilfredo Vasquez Sr. out of Puerto Rico. But he's taken on Juan Manuel Lopez. You heard me pause there for a second because I didn't really think I had to say that again as an active boxer. I mean, Lopez has been annihilated a few times. I mean, he's been knocked out so bad that he's looked... Uh, I could use the R word here, but the people that have autistic children would like go nuts on me and I'd get all kinds of emails and that word would be besieged because I'm politically incorrect. But the bottom line is, Wama looks bad, real bad. I mean, this was a kid that had all that ability, but you know, he, he, you know, he, he messed around with Mother Nature. You cannot taunt Mother Nature. These guys taunt Mother Nature. And the, how they do that is they, they gain all kinds of weight in between fights. And like if he was fighting, I think Wama was like 130, he was going up to like 160, 165. Man, you take off 35 pounds during a training camp, what do you have left to fight with after six weeks? If you've been taking off seven to eight pounds a week and you get it down to like your weight limit, what do you have after six weeks of losing weight? Not much. You weren't working too hard on your strategy in camp because you were working on losing weight. You weren't feeling good because you were losing weight. There's a way to go to camp and live a life. What I mean by a life is you can eat food and, and you can drink a lot. I mean, like liquor, but I mean, you can drink a, a soda here and there and things like that, you know, and some water. And But some guys, you know, when you get down towards the end there, after they've been struggling and struggling and struggling, then they just have to just cut everything off. I've done it myself. You know, we're 36 hours before a fight. <clears throat> you decide, well, I just can't eat anymore. And I can't drink too much more. So that's when my mother used to make me those Kool-Aid ice cubes. Straight up, those Kool-Aid ice cubes, were the, they just were the bomb. Speaking of the bomb, uh, Muhammad Ali on Face Nation from 1960, no, I take it back from 1974, I believe. And we'll take on hmm, a lot of things. Bob Schieffer, I think, interviews him. But it, Ali goes deep on a lot of things that are pertinent in today's world 2016 so we'll hear from the greatest when he was the greatest orator of all time there's no doubt about that but back to heavyweight champions tyson fury says he's psychologically unfit to fight october the 29th medically unfit psychologically unfit cocaine unfit damn man i can't understand why anybody wants to snort blow blow is like one of the worst drugs in the entire world why anybody want to waste their time snorting a bunch of stuff that's like a bunch of garbage and it's going to give you Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and all that kind of good stuff late in life. Is that what you want? Getting high a couple times and then paying later like with Alzheimer's? It happens, folks. Mess around with cocaine, heroin. Heroin's probably the safest drug of them all. People laugh when I say that, but I'm an ex-cop and I know what I'm talking about. Heroin is probably the safest of all the addictive drugs. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. After the Ali interview, segment one and two, We'll talk a bit, and then, of course, hour number two, we're talking mixed martial arts and some pro wrestling as well. And I might mix in a couple of boxing events because we've got lots of boxing to talk about, but I still want to get this Ali interview up and aired. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, live all across America. This is Ring Talk. you yeah you pull out your smartphone and shazam this now go ahead i'll wait 
Geico presents the Shazam 15, featuring the top 15 Shazam songs in the U.S. Make sure you Shazam now to check it out. Interact with Geico to gecko yourself and share it with friends. You can even get a free quote. Shazam now and experience more with Geico. The Shazam 15, brought to you by Geico. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Way early this morning, Brad Higdon shared a major spoiler alert from everyone's favorite hit show, Sad Emojis, to express his feelings about the plot twist and a playlist he made to drown out his sorrows? Dude, oversharing alert. Brad, Geico has something worth sharing with those who haven't defriended you. Like how you could save hundreds on your car insurance at Geico.com. So stop moping about the post-apocalyptic world and start saving in the real world. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. This is Carrie Cooper for Guitar Center's Focus on Rock. Shop for the greatest selection of music gear on earth at guitarcenter.com. Over the years, we've witnessed numerous genres colliding with rock music to create unique tracks consisting of a hybrid of sounds, but none quite so impactful or unlikely as that of Aerosmith's collaboration with Run DMC for their seminal version of Walk This Way. Join me at FocusOnRock.com where I look at that special moment in music history when rap and electric guitars entwined and cultural worlds collided. Your music can take you anywhere you want to go. And Guitar Center is the best place to start the journey. Save up to 25% on over 200,000 guitars, amps, and accessories from major brands. Get an Epiphone Limited Edition Les Paul for just $3.99. An Ibanez Electric for $2.49. A Yamaha Dreadnought Acoustic Electric for $1.99. Or Daddario Strings, three packs for $10. Where will your new guitar take you? Guitarathon is going on now at Guitar Center. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Mr. Ali, you have said that uh, you like to lecture better than you like to box. You've become certainly a very well-known world figure. People know about you in every corner of the earth. You say you want to be a sort of a black Henry Kissinger. What is it you want to do after you've stopped fighting? Well, I figure that we only have so many hours a day to uh, do whatever we have to do, so many years to live, and in those years we sleep about eight hours a day. We travel, we watch television. We, if a man's 50 years old, he's lucky to say if he's had 20 years to actually live. So I would like to do the best that I can for humanity 
I'm blessed by God to be recognized as the most famous face on the earth today. And I cannot think of nothing no better than helping God's creatures or helping poverty or working for good causes where I can use my name to do so to help this country in other countries where we're having various problems where my influence might help. Mohammed, what do you think you would have become if you didn't get into boxing? I really don't know. I've started boxing at 12 years old. I wasn't, was not that educated in school, and uh, I don't know what I would have done. Probably a factory worker could have been somewhere dead, wound up in the wrong game, uh, the wrong life. But if I had heard the Islamic teachings and if I've heard the Muslim teachings, and which I've accepted, I would have probably been a minister doing something else good for mankind, but not in a larger way. Mr. Ali, let me explain. Uh, I'm the law correspondent here at CBS, and they didn't bring me in because there might have been something illegal to ask you about, but uh, because they learned that I'd been a Golden Glovers once in the dim past. And I want to ask you a sort of a Walter Mitty-ish question. Is there ever going to be another great white hope, a white heavyweight that's going to come in and whip all of you black heavyweights? Well, it's a great possibility. Uh, you, we can't foresee him now like they come up. Uh, we might have one now who might come out of the next Olympics. One might be in some gymnasium now, and he'll knock out somebody next week. We never know until it happens. Why, is, why are there so few American white fighters? You're going to fight a white man in uh, Germany, but why are so few American white heavyweights? I really don't know. One time we had Jack Dempsey, Gene Tunis, John L. Sullivan, Rocky Marciano, uh, Max Barrett, Tony Galento. We had good fighters. Carmen Basilio, Gene Fullman, and they're just not here now. Well, then let me ask you about this Japanese wrestler. Isn't that denigrating your position as a champion to go over and, and take part in a gimmick like fighting a wrestler? I would say ordinary champion, yes, but people expect these things of me. I have a great imagination. I'm always doing something. I don't think uh, you've ever had a box on this show because the yeah. things that I've done calls for attention. So uh, this is going to be we going into the oriental world. There's things I want to do for people of the world, and I can get through them through sports. Where when I'm out of boxing, they'll all know me, and now we're working on the oriental part of the world for some things we like to do there, and we get to meet them through sports. Plus, it's, I have a family. I'm looking to take care of my family. It's a nice payday, and it's interesting. Many people want to know what would a boxer do with a wrestler, and then they'll have a chance to see. Well, now let me ask you about that nice payday. It seems to me that in February of 1975, you said all your fights from now on were going to be free, that you were going to give all the money to various black charities and to help small businesses and so forth. Not Does the money come to you, or is it going to these charities? Not just black charities. We have all type charities, all type people, so I want to get that straight now. Uh, yes, the monies that I make after all taxes, I say it. I like to do all I can to help people and work for charity groups. And I want to say this on the show now. I get millions of phone calls from people thinking I'm the first national bank. We don't give away no monies. I have lawyers, I have attorneys who check the organizations, the movements, and we don't have no individuals in business uh, uh, that have propositions. It's only for groups of people who need, and this is what I want to do. Was it lawyers and attorneys who went to that Jewish old people's home in New no. York where there was just about no. 50 people, or was it Muhammad Ali himself? No, this was me. This was me. And uh, But uh, things such as this, I almost don't have to get permission to help because we know this is right. There's no greed involved on no part of no individuals. Muhammad, what would you say to your son if he came to you and expressed a desire to box? Well, I would. I think I'm going to control him or help 
my wife to control him and that's to educate him first and get his mind together. And I wouldn't encourage him to box. I'll let him do it as a game, as a sport for health, but not as a livelihood because it's too dangerous. But teach him foreign language and, and get him. See, we all were born for a purpose. Every, trees, the moon, rain, snow, everything God created has a purpose and man has a purpose. And the wise man is he who finds his life purpose. And we want to help him find his purpose in life, which I'm sure is not boxing. Are you worried about the burden he'll have to bear being the son of Muhammad Ali? I mean, you're a tough act to follow. Well, if I, if my act is not a good act, and if I'm not doing nothing right for people and if my image is bad, it'll be bad. But if I can do the things that I would like to do for God and the service of mankind, then I'm sure he'll be honored to be known as my son, and he would like to follow my footsteps, and people will admire him for that. But if my image is bad, then it's bad for him. Can I go back to this question of money we were talking about before? Uh, by rough estimates, you've made almost $25 million in purses since you came back to fight. Now, we've had the, the, the spectacle of some former champs who end up in the gutter. What are you doing to, uh, to avoid that? Are you going to avoid that? Yes, sir. I'm pray to Almighty God Allah I do. <clears throat> I think the best thing that I can do or anybody can do is to save the money. And What's your money in, champ? Government tax-free bonds is the best thing I think a man can put his money in. Investments are bad. There are no real good investments. All of them are gambles. And we pay the government all its taxes before I get mine. And But this is why we fight so regular, because I think two halves is better than just one. So we plan to save as much as we can. And well, you're a conservative, there. aren't you, champ? Government tax-free bonds. You're a pretty conservative uh, man with your money. Well, I have a lot of conservative fellows advising me. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you about something you said just a moment ago in reply to a question by Pete. You said, advising you, son, you would say boxing was too dangerous. Has it been dangerous for you? Have you been hurt? Have you been injured? Have you been oh, yes. damaged in any My way? My jaw's been broken, and uh, one nerve is just coming back from under here where uh, I couldn't feel for about a year or two. And right now, my eardrum is busted. I got my busted eardrum in Manila with Joe Frazier, training for Frazier. And I just had it rebusted the same one again. And it'll heal itself in about two weeks. But this is about all. I've had a few sore ribs. I ask because there's been some belief in some quarters that boxing was a dying sport in the United States. I noticed it dropped out of a lot of schools and a lot of colleges. I'm told that now it's coming back in some colleges. What do you think of boxing as a sport for amateurs? I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man being hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a uh, car racing is much more dangerous. But I would uh, advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Mohammed, since this is a political year, do you have a favorite among the presidential candidates? And more interestingly, has anyone asked you for support? No, no, they haven't. Uh, uh, made a statement the other day about I'm not voting for no one. I don't know enough about politics to nod what I want people watching this show to be influenced by my uh, feelings because I don't know enough about it. But the only administration that's that I really have liked is Ford's administration, Ford's administration. For simple fact, immediately after beating George Foreman, I was invited to the White House and met him and his daughter. King Hossein was just in the country, and he thought enough of me, knowing that he was a Muslim. Uh, he uh, 
uh, my religion, he thought enough of me to invite me to entertain him and to meet him at the White House. So I've been to the White House twice. So if I had to do any voting, which I don't know enough about politics, but uh, I like President Ford and his administration. Can I go back to the money just for well, a minute? Just, just a moment on, on this yeah. question of endorsing somebody. You have also said that you would vote for Jimmy Carter, have I you? Mean, I mentioned no names. Seems to me you were on the record I in a said, newspaper article as saying no, you would vote for Jimmy Carter. I remember I said no name. I said there's a certain fellow, I just like his smile. Well, were you but, put off by the ethnic purity remark that he made? No, I don't I don't know nothing about that. I don't I don't condemn people for making remarks or making statements. I'm sure we all make statements off camera that would get us all in trouble. But uh because somebody made a mistake, I'm one who's been criticized for things I've said, so I'm the last one to condemn any man for something he said because I'm a victim of the same circumstance. Well, you leave us kind of hung up. You like Jimmy, you like a man with a certain smile, and you I, like I, President I, Ford. I didn't say no name. <laughs> I like your smile. You like a man with a certain smile for yeah. president, and you like President Ford. Are you going to vote for both of them? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say I like him for president. I oh. just said I like the image of a certain man. I like the way he smiles. I see all the politicians smiling. What make you think I mean Carter? I pursue this for one particular reason. There's been a big problem lately in, in a diminished vote from the black segment of the American population. The blacks have not been voting in anywhere like their past strength. And so I wonder whether you as one of the recognized figures of the black community might give a, a push to black voting or whether you think of this is important. I think it's important if the man we vote for does the right job and means right for all people. I don't know too much about politics, so this is why uh, Carter, Ford, or whoever, I cannot openly make a statement who I'm supporting or who I'll vote for because I don't know. But the administration that I like and the one, I've, I've been under a few presidents since I've been popular, but I've never been honored like I have by President Ford. Well, you are. I know that you have more, more an interest in religion, and you've said that's one of the things you want to devote a lot of time to later. But now, uh, Mr. Ali, what about this image also as a womanizer that you also have? Is that going to... Uh, is that you? You're looking at me a little incredulously here. I don't know why, but I'm trying how, to figure out what you mean by woman. Well, uh, you have a reputation as you're separated from your wife, and you uh, you have a reputation as a man who has a sharp eye for the ladies. Now, how is that going to be consistent with your role as a religious leader in the years ahead? Well, as far as my personal beliefs are concerned, uh, I don't talk about them in public. As far as my personal problems are with family. These are things I don't discuss in public, especially on high-class shows like I was told yours would be, so I don't even expect to talk about that here. The great Muhammad Ali on Face the Nation with Bob Schieffer in 1976, 40 years ago right now. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Next up, part number two with Ali on Face the Nation. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization.
your music can take you anywhere you want to go. And Guitar Center is the best place to start the journey. Save up to 25% on over 200,000 guitars, amps, and accessories from major brands. Take $200 off select American-made Fender guitars. Get a Martin X-Series Acoustic Electric for $449. A Yamaha Acoustic for just $99. Or Daddario Strings, three packs for $10. Where will your new guitar take you? Guitarathon is going on now at Guitar Center. Your own personal box office awaits you at TicketsAlways.com, across the street from historic Wrigley Field. Up the stairs to a stairway to heaven. The best seats at fair prices at Box Office Tickets at TicketsAlways.com. Professional, user-friendly website at TicketsAlways.com. This truly could be the year for your Chicago Cubs. Have a great seat to perhaps watch baseball history unfold on the north side. A ticket agency on your side. Box Office Tickets. TicketsAlways.com. When a belt drive blows out at 3 in the morning, who's got your back? Granger's got your back. When you need safety products to help prevent job site injuries, Granger's got your back. When you need to keep a business running, or a facility, or a school, or a factory, Granger's got your back. Whatever you need, whenever you need it, Granger's got your back. I love Granger. You know why? Because Granger's got my back. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need to keep a business running, or a school, or a bakery, or an HVAC shop, or an auto body garage, a cleaning service, a locksmith, a contractor, a property management company, a restaurant, a grocery store, a dry cleaner, a hotel, a moving company, a hospital, or pretty much anything, you want Granger. Granger has the products and solutions to help a growing business succeed. Whatever you need, whenever you need it. Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens, starting from $199 a night. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. And that was from that plate around the corner. You know, the rope adult, that was a little bit of the rope adult, but he was adult. So he got there. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You have said from time to time that a wise man can play the fool, but a fool can't act like a wise man. And then you've said, I've always got to talk. People expect it of me. Is that a role that you play? Well, Are you trying you know. to be a... What I, what, I, what I was talking about, I used to watch a wrestler named Gorgeous George, and he would always talk about how he's going to annihilate the bomb, and he would he would do this and do that, and people came to see him get beat, and this is where I got an idea. So the talking and the gimmicks and the predicting, uh, which I don't do nowadays like I used to, was only to promote the fights, which has now uh, elevated me over all athletes in the history of the world as far as uh, drawing power and world attractions concerns. So this is just a purpose of publicity, all the talking. That's why I did that. I don't have to do it. 
You kind of kind of kind of disappoint me. I have to admit. I sort of thought this 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 poetry, this float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, was the real Ali, not some kind of a commercial gimmick. No, that's all. It wasn't a commercial gimmick, but it was promotion, and it it was the real Ali. I do float like a butterfly, and sting like a bee, but the little poems and the gimmicks were just uh, to promote the fights. To, to newspapers gave them something to write about. If I can go back just for a minute, and this is obviously men in, in a spirit of friend, friendliness. Uh, the question of the Muhammad, uh, the Islamic religion and your future in that, do you, uh, the impression one gets is perhaps uh, it is loosening up a bit after the death of Elijah Muhammad. Uh, do you think it's changing now and that your role in it can change? In view well, of what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught was good for the time during the 30s when black people had been castrated, lynched, deprived of freedom, justice, equalities, raped. He had to teach that the white man is a devil. Uh, his actions towards us is that of a devil. Now that we're no longer being lynched, raped, castrated, we're given equal justice. We can go anywhere to live, even the north fights the south to have, so we can have certain rights. People are not acting this way today. So Ahmed Wallace D. Muhammad is on time. He's teaching us it's not the color of the physical body that makes a man a devil. God don't look at our colors. Minds, hearts have no color. God look at our minds and our actions and our deeds. So we have white Muslims, brown Muslims, red Muslims, yellow Muslims, all colors. So it's the color. So the big thing in the change now, we have white people who have accepted our faith, and we now recognize all men as brothers, and we look at them according to their works. So some blacks can do evil and white. So it's not the color. Now we look at the actions. Now, how about the money, though? There have been reports that the Muslims, to a large extent, controlled uh, and received a lot of your money. Is how much? What truth is there to that? There's no truth whatsoever. Uh, I wish I could give more to my cause than I do. Uh, who receives most of my money is the American government. I have made about $31 million up until this time, and the government has taken about $28 million. So I don't have no money to give to my religion like I want to. The government has taken it. I'll make one million five hundred thousand for the fight I just had. Uh, I'll be doing good to go home with three hundred and fifty thousand out of one million five hundred thousand because of all those taxes and state and federal and the government. So the government will take the monies, not my religion. Mohammed, uh, in your book, The Greatest, there seems to be a great deal of revisionist history. You tell us that you weren't brought up in middle class comfort but semi poverty. You tell us you're not a direct descendant of Henry Clay, and you tell us it wasn't a white Louisville cop named Joe Martin who started you on boxing, but a black instructor in Louisville. And this f flies in the face of all the research we've done over the past 15 years. How did we miss it? I mean, well, Joe Martin was the man who I first started boxing with. Joe Martin uh, is a white patrolman in Louisville, Kentucky, who held boxing at the Columbia Gym. And he had a show called Tomorrow's Champions. But well, during that time, well, the blacks were a little held back. So Fred Stoner was the best trainer. Fred, I would train with Joe Martin at 8 o'clock and go to 
10 o'clock and train with Joe Martin. That's where I learned, my, I mean, Fred Stoner. That's where I learned my science, my boxing ability, my dancing ability, all my skills. But I had to go back to Joe Martin in order to stay with him to get on the television, which he had the connections and the complexions to get the protections. So I stayed with him. But the man who actually trained me to taught me my skills was uh, Fred Stoner. But the man who... Uh, took me around the country, got me the publicity, and put me in the right places with Joe Martin. So this is how I had to make it in that southern city. But what about you say you grew up in semi-poverty? And your father was a fairly successful When I say semi-poverty, I mean, many days we didn't have food, and many days we had to put uh, cardboard in our shoes, and many days the car wouldn't start because it was always 15 years too old, and many days the toilet wouldn't flush because the plumbing was broke, or many days we had to put a uh, pan uh, under the roof because the water had leaked in the kitchen, we couldn't afford to fix it, or uh, the cellar would fill up during rain, and we had to take a bucket and put the water out. My mother and father did all they could, and with the monies they made, they raised me good, and to, this is why I'm as great as I am now, because of my mother and father and the help of God. So, and the way I never had to work, and they did all they could to feed me. So this is why I'm where I'm at. But semi-poverty compared to what I know and you know, we may go out tomorrow and spend $150 for dinner if we take three people. The average family in America today feeds a family of two weeks on $150. Well, uh, would you, were you ever asked during that period of time to throw a fight? No, sir. I see this stuff in movies, but... Well, I want to ask you about that. Is that just in the movies, or is there a lot of that in, in all boxing? All I know is from the movies. I've never had nobody say, throw a fight. I've never knew nobody who did. And I, probably in the past, these things have happened, but I know nothing about it. You also report in, in the book that uh, you threw your Olympic gold medal into the river after a couple of racist incidents. Do you regret that now? Do you wish you had the medal back yes, now that the country has changed? I wish I had my medal. I might try to go back and find that medal. Well, something happened to me one day, and I just got mad and threw the medal away. Can I ask you one question about your, the Supreme Court decision? There was a report around the Supreme Court that the justices had first voted to uphold your conviction, and then later that they switched and it was unanimously to overturn it. Did you and your lawyers ever hear that rumor? No, sir. I've never heard that before. Do you think that the system of justice dealt fairly with you? Yes, sir. I know they have. Uh, I'll say this. We have a lot of moral problems in America, but America's the greatest country in the world. I've been throughout the world. The best schooling system, the best uh, educational system, the medical system, the highways, the cars, the airplanes, the television shows, and this is why, but morally, uh, we need to be uplifted and the greatest moral teacher that we have in America is the Honorable Wallace D. Muhammad and we are now looking to tell the people more about him. Muhammad, let me bring a couple of questions out of left field. We talked about this once. Do you believe in life on other planets? And two, do you believe in reincarnation? And if you do, who would you come back as? Yes, I believe in life. I believe there is. I'm not really sure. I don't think none of us can prove it, but I've heard the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teach that there's life on Mars. I believe, uh, if I believe in reincarnation, um, I don't know if it's just a quick question, but I would like to come back as um, Wallace Muhammad. 
our great Muslim leader in America. To us, he's everything because he's teaching us all about ourselves, about God, how to treat people, how to eat, everything, my whole life, everything that I do, everything that I represent, all I think about what I'm fighting is I'm a Wallace D. Muhammad and his program. He's the only man that I really admire and I would like to come back as him. Let me ask you one question, which I don't know whether it's out of left field or right field about Muslims in America. One of the things that uh, people think about is the conflict in the Arabic world between Muslims and Jews. Uh, some people who are Jewish in this country get worried about black Muslims, and yet you show very little in the way of signs of anti-Semitism. It doesn't no. seem to be any, any parallel there. No, well, I would like to, for you to look at me as a true one, as far as true belief is concerned. Uh, we don't have black Muslims here. That's a press word. We have white brothers. We have brown, red, and yellow. All colors can be Muslims. And as far as the conflict is concerned in those countries, I don't know too much about it. And I'm looking for peace one day with all people. Now, Mr. Ali, uh, you're obviously a very bright man, and yet we're told that at one time that you flunked the draft exam because of the mental test. Did you throw that? Did, did you throw, was that one fight you, you threw, or was it fixed? The reason I'm laughing is because it was true. I did fail it. I, today, I'm not a good reader. I, I don't spell good at all. If you gave me a test today, I might fail it because we only have, we have two minutes to do the test. I, have, I told them after, the after that, they said, Muhammad, you failed the test. I said, I told you I was the greatest, not the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad, they're going to go into filming on a movie based on your life, and you're supposed to be playing yourself. If you weren't the star, who would you like to play Muhammad Ali? I really don't know. I would have to take some time to think about it, but it's real difficult because I've never, I, I can act. They say I'm a good actor, but nobody's never written lines to me and told me what to say and then look serious. So they've invested so much Columbia Pictures in this and they really have a lot of faith and I'm thankful for that, but they don't know if I can act or not yet. Okay, thank you very much, Muhammad Ali, for being with us today on Face the Nation. The great Muhammad Ali, what can I say? Man, A to Z, Ali covered it all there with Bob Schieffer. 1976, Face the Nation, CBS TV. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707.
Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Fifty-four and a half minutes past the hour. This is Sports Byline and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You know, looking back on that Ali interview with Bob Schieffer and Feisty Nation, 1976, I remember the Sunday it came on. I remember watching it. Wow. You know, and, and I knew before then, you know, if you listen to some of Ali's early talking, like 1961, 62, 63, he gets a little ridiculous and a little silly at times, okay? And he's funny and he's poking fun at people. But then after he wins a championship, there becomes a uh, an aura of seriousness about him. Yeah, some of the fights, he was still predicting fights and doing this and pulling those antics. But he realized that the platform on which he stood was more than that just uh, of an average black man. And he tried to, I think, bring across the uh, – you heard him in that interview there talking about, you know, people – Regardless of their skin color, it isn't the the color that makes people evil. It's the evil inside of them. I mean, that's what he was getting across there. There are Muslims, and I want to say this now in 2016 as my boy Donald Trump, yeah, right, does his thing. But, you know, there are – I've been around the world to 33 countries, and there are Muslims of every color. In Kosovo, there are Muslims with blonde hair and blue eyes. I mean, are we going to stop them at the airport too and say, look, you can't come into this country? This is a little crazy. Anyway. Ali, of course, passed earlier this year at the age of 74 years old. But when I look at his his career, the 56 and 5, the 35, the 37 knockouts, having stopped been stopped only once himself, October the 2nd, 1980, by the great Larry Holmes, of course, his former sparring partner, his 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 ring record is secondary. What he did in the ring as a boxer is secondary compared to what he did 
as a person. I mean, you know, standing up for the draft at one point in time when the war was very unpopular, but yet millions, uh, I'll take that back, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of uh, Americans were being drugged over to Vietnam on false pretenses on a the Gulf of Tonkin incident would never even took place. So the war should have never started. But most historians won't tell you that story. At the end of the day, Muhammad Ali, I think, saved a lot of people from getting from from annihilation because 58,000 people went over to Vietnam and 58,000 people did not come back. Those were 58,000 Americans. And I think if Ali had had his way, had people listened to the greatest back then and not thought he was just some pop-off black guy from Louisville, Kentucky that changed his name from a white name to a black name. So that was what they were telling me. he got a black name now. He has a Muslim name now. Not necessarily a black name now because, as I said, there are Muslims of every skin color, every ethnicity, you name it. It's like Jews. Sammy Davis Jr. was Jewish. Does that does that sound stereotypical to you? If you don't know who Sammy Davis Jr. was, he was a black uh, member of the Rat Pack, and he and Frank uh, Sinatra and Dean Martin and Tony, uh, anyway, these guys hung out together in the 50s and 60s, were like the studs, the George Clooney and Tom Cruise of today. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but as, you know, as I delve deeper into Muhammad Ali, and I've got a lot of personal memories, and, you know, there some of them I, I've shared with you, some of them I haven't, some of them I'll probably take to the grave. Why? Hmm, maybe I'm selfish. Maybe I don't want to, to tell you the little intimate things that went on, but some of the things that went on were just, you know, were just earth-shaking. We go into towns and people would see who he was. I mean, we went into a place in China where people didn't have telephones, where people didn't have, they didn't have teeth. They didn't have, te- I kid you not, but they knew who he was. We stopped the train and they knew who he was. It was crazy. There's no televisions there, but yet they knew who Muhammad Ali was. In closing, the great Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali left me with this one great line. Of course, we were leaving an orphanage in Macau, China. I was crying because I had a like a, a daughter that had just been born a couple years earlier, and there were kids there that had you know uh, physical defects and mental you know, mental issues and all kinds of good stuff. Just kids were cast into the street because in China, if you're defective. If you're a, a baby born with a defect, you're thrown to the street. You're like garbage, okay? So when I'm looking at these kids, as we left this orphanage, I'm crying in the bus and just crying. I'm in tears in the back of the bus. And Ali comes back to me and says, what are you crying about, man? We left these people with enough money, $1,200, to feed all those kids for a year. We left them happy. What are you crying about? I said, because, you know, I'm thinking about my kid, man. He goes, think about this, son. You just can't save every puppy in the pound. The great Muhammad Ali. 1994, Macau, China. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned for hour number two on many of your sports byline affiliates. Radio News with Joe Gomez. 
A former contestant on The Apprentice is the latest woman to accuse Donald Trump of sexual assault. Mr. Trump, when I met you, I was so impressed with your talents that I wanted to be like you. I wanted a job within your organization. Instead, you treated me as if an object to be hit upon. Summer Zervos held a press conference in Los Angeles with her attorney Gloria Alred to discuss her encounter with the GOP presidential candidate after appearing on season five of The Apprentice. The Trump campaign has released a statement from a cousin of Zervos who claims that he's bewildered by her allegations and that he believes she wants to get back into reality TV. Donald Trump says the federal government could benefit from his tough stance on contractors. At a rally in Charlotte, North Carolina, Trump says it's time for America to negotiate better deals to get things done. Our country has to be able to do things on time, on budget. This is USA Radio News. If you have ever had an email account, shopped online, or used a credit card to make purchases, you are in dire jeopardy of identity theft. You must protect yourself now. Call our partner, ID Lion, at 1-800-941-6844 and sign up now for free. That's right, free. USA Radio Networks and ID Lion want everyone to have identity theft coverage. If you sign up now, we will give you a $50 gift card. Identity theft destroys credit and causes horrible issues for those that are hacked. Don't be a victim. Take advantage of this incredible free offer and sign up now. Call 1-800-941-6844. One out of every four Americans are going to have their identity stolen. Don't let it be you. It'll ruin your good credit score. Get protected and get your free $50 gift card Call right now, 1-800-941-6844. Indiana Governor Mike Pence says there's evidence to disprove the sexual allegations against Donald Trump. USA's Chris Barnes has more. This is a conspiracy against you, the American people. Donald Trump denying the accusations during several stops on the campaign trail yesterday. Now today, his running mate Mike Pence promises evidence will soon be released to refute the sexual assault allegations being made against Trump. The campaign is working on bringing that information out. Pence speaks on Fox News. He's categorically denied these, and there, there will be more evidence coming out. I'm Chris Barnes. President Obama says Donald Trump's treatment of women should not be tolerated. You know, you don't have to be a husband know that that kind of language, those kinds of thoughts are unacceptable. They're not right. Campaigning for Hillary Clinton in Ohio, Obama says all women deserve to be treated with respect and dignity. He doesn't have the temperament. He doesn't have the knowledge. He doesn't seem to have the interest in acquiring the knowledge. This is USA Radio News. Love sports articles but don't have time to search the web looking for the most compelling stories? Then U.S. Sports Pages is for you. Why spend hours going to multiple sites looking to find sports articles when we can do the work for you? Our producers go through every newspaper in the country and pick out the best sports articles separated by sport, dramatically reducing your prep time. We also include sports and entertainment kicker stories. USSportsPages.com is the only site you'll need to get your sports fix. Check us out today. The daily links at USSportsPages.com. This week's Republican address accuses President Obama of a regulatory onslaught the likes of which have never been seen. Congressman Kevin Kramer of North Dakota delivers it. We've proven that a strong economy and responsible environmental stewardship can go hand in hand. And with the same approach, other states can achieve North Dakota's economic success. Yet, as I travel around our state, I hear from people frustrated with how needless regulations out of Washington are making things tougher for their farms, their ranches, and their small businesses. People feel the system is working against them, no matter how hard they work, no matter how much they plan. 
A judge says an official misconduct complaint against Governor Christie involving Bridgegate can go forward. Scott Pringle has more. Bill Brennan calls himself an activist. The Bergen County resident argues in his complaint that Governor Christie should have ordered the lanes be reopened during the alleged traffic jam scheme at the George Washington Bridge. He refers to former Christie aide David Wildstein's testimony during the so-called Bridgegate trial. Wildstein testified that he himself told Christie of the lane closures as they were happening during a 9-11 ceremony. Christie denies that. A judge is now bringing Brennan's complaint to the Bergen County Prosecutor's Office, which will then decide if a grand jury will hear it. The governor of North Carolina says 24 people have died in the state because of Hurricane Matthew. Governor Pat McCrory says that although Hurricane Matthew was gone, several coastal communities are still underwater. I'm Joe Gomez, USA Radio News. For more breaking news, go to westernjournalism.com. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, this hour we're talking combat sports. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion on the radio race, having defended that title, I forget this, better than 33 years, straight up today, we're talking USC, man, big time, we're talking July... December the 30th, of course, the return of Ronda Rousey taking on Amanda Nunes for the title, the 135-pound championship. Of course, these girls passed it around them to Ronda, held it for the longest, like a year and a half, I believe. Of course, that was she was the first champion. She held it for a year and a half, and of course, she lost to Holly Holm. Holly Holm lost to Misha Tate. Misha Tate lost to Amanda Nunes. Now, Amanda Nunes and Holly Holm are going to hook it up December the 30th on pay-per-view. So that's going to be a thrilling bout, no doubt about it. Can Amanda strike that's what it is. Can Amanda strike well enough to beat Ronda Rousey standing up? Because I think if you take Ronda Rousey to the ground and you grapple with her in that judo, I think it's a loser. So the bottom line is you have to stand up, I believe, to beat Ronda Rousey. We have open phone lines all around the world. We'll be joined by the king himself. I'm talking about Kyle Kingsbury, retired UFC fighter in just about mm, 12 minutes here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We've got open phone lines around the world. 
1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. I am Pedro Fernandez. But Jake, you already knew that, right? And this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you, and you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Uh, you know, everyone has their moment of picking themselves off the floor and I'd gone through several of mine, but no one had 
had actually seen me go through it, and maybe I just had to be that example of picking myself off the floor for everyone, and maybe that's what I'm meant for. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Check it, December 30th, man. This is the card because it's not Ronda Rousey I'm all excited about. I'm talking about Ronda Rousey, the man in his battling for the USC 135-pound championship. Of course, I talked about that title of being passed around like a cheap date amongst these girls. But at the end of the day, right now, as we speak, Amanda Nunes, of course, out of Brazil, is the first Brazilian women's UFC champion. But she's a monster. They call her the baby face, baby face assassin. She is that and more. Ronda Rousey, what can I say? Eh, not all that impressed because, you know, you always are as good as you were in your last fight or in the way you carried yourself after your last fight. And while we heard Ronda speak sort of glowingly about herself, being able to pick herself up and things like that after the break there, she really hasn't done all that good of a job of it thus far through uh, the 10 months in which she lost since she lost to Holly Holm down there in Australia. But the match that I'm really excited about on this card, a battle of former heavyweight champions. We're talking about Fabricio Verdum taking on Cain Velasquez. For uh, Verdum relieved Velasquez of the title. Stip Miocic out of Cleveland, Ohio. He relieved Verdum of the title. So the bottom line is these guys are going to duke it out to see who fights for uh, uh, Stip Miocic for the title in 2017. It's going down December the 30th, of course, live in the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. So when Kyle comes on in just a bit, I'm talking about the King, Kyle Kingsbury, the retired UFC fighter, one of the most articulate guys. Listen, this guy can break down fights and MMA fights and styles like nobody can. Sit octagon side with him or sit ringside with him. It's like a learning a learning experience the entire night. Anyway, you'll get your learning experience in about, mm, about seven or eight minutes right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast. And we bring in, of course, the King, Kyle Kingsbury. Now, some of these UFC events coming up, of course, the big UFC event coming up the 12th is from the Garden, the Mecca of Boxing, New York City, Madison Square Garden, of course. Talk about Eddie Alvarez, the defending lightweight champion and upset winner over Rafael Dos Santos a couple of months ago. And, of course, Dos Santos beat Anthony Pettis, which is a stunner to me. But Conor McGregor, he's back, the Irishman, of course, coming off that loss to Nate Diaz and coming back to beat Nate Diaz in a decision over five rounds about a month and a half ago. He's going to do it in the mecca of boxing, MSG, Madison Square Garden, November the 12th, UFC going down 205. <coughs> Hell of a card. Hell of a card, no doubt about that. We'll talk about it in depth with the great King Kyle Kingsbury. Now, as far as USC events are concerned, last week we had the world middleweight champion talk about Michael Bisping sort of extended to the route by the aging, the aged. I'm talking about Dan Henderson. So, uh, <coughs> should Henderson have went five rounds with Michael Bisping at this point in time in his career? Well, styles make fights, and the styles weren't looking too good there for Michael Bisping as far as uh, Henderson's concerned because Henderson had beat him priorly. They had beat him prior. So there's a, some history there, bad blood amongst these guys, no doubt about it. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Cuddy, let's go to an early break here. My throat's bothering me. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Live ring talk on Sports Byline here Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific, I'm right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, <coughs> I also look Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific time with No Holds Barred. And don't forget Johnny Topman's All-Star Shows, 10 p.m. Saturday nights, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. So, as I clear my throat, we'll be back with the king, 
Kyle Kingsbury right after the break. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. When a belt drive blows out at 3 in the morning, who's got your back? Granger's got your back. When you need safety products to help prevent job site injuries, Granger's got your back. When you need to keep a business running or a facility or a school or a factory, Granger's got your back. Whatever you need, whenever you need it, Granger's got your back. I love Granger. You know why? Because Granger's got my back. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need to keep a business running, or a school, or a bakery, or an HVAC shop, or an auto body garage, a cleaning service, a locksmith, a contractor, a property management company, a restaurant, a grocery store, a dry cleaner, a hotel, a moving company, a hospital, or pretty much anything, you want Granger. Granger has the products and solutions to help a growing business succeed. Whatever you need, whenever you need it. Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
Royalty in the house, folks. The king is here. I'm talking about King Kyle Kingsbury, retired USC fighter and the greatest father in the entire world. How's that kid doing, Kyle? Yeah, he's a little under the weather, but you know how it goes. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? I know, but is he is he passing those little germs around to everybody else? <laughs> he's coughing them out at, at every turn. <laughs> Welcome to fatherhood, man. You're going to love it. No doubt about that. Hey, how old is he now? About 15 months? Uh, 16, man. That's real close. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm pretty good at dates and that kind of stuff. You know, even though I am getting up there in age, and I do have a few senior moments at times. Anyway, let's talk senior moments as far as the UFC is concerned. Michael Bisping, although he beat Luke Rockhold and I thought was a, bit, a pretty good upset, he didn't look all that good against Henderson, and I didn't think that that, that lays a, it bodes well for him in the middleweight division because he looks like a one-time, one-trick champion. Well, you know, I love this being, I'm really happy with him and what he's done and the fact that he was able to stick it out this long and then finally get the belt. That said, I'm in complete agreement with you. I mean, you look at that division, you look at the top five, Dan Henderson just leapfrog all those guys for a, for a uh, you know, for a grudge match. But in reality, if he fights Weidman, Weidman wins. If he fights Joel Romero, Romero wins. In the in the rematch with Rockhold, Rockhold's going to starch him. Um, who else we got on there? Ronaldo Souza. Once they go out at Jacare, if they get to the to the fight, that that's all bad for him. There's there's not a single matchup that I like for him. Well, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. Even after Vitor Belfort had his, you know, got mopped up by uh, Gagard Masasi, they were talking about maybe Vitor challenging Bisping for the title because of the fact there's some rematch history, and of course Vitor being on the testosterone replacement therapy, and of course that when when Vitor beat Bisping, who's Dana White's good friend. Dana White said, hey, hey, no more no more testosterone replacement therapy. Remember that one? I do remember that. I was following it closely, and I remember being in the uh, UFC Fighter Summit when they're basically encouraging us to go out and get testosterone use exemptions. They had a sheet of paper that told us exactly how to do it. Wow, that is a mind blower. So this was like, a, like, like they passed around like a press release for all you guys to memorize like a script? Well, they have like different segments, you know, and, and we'd have an hour with the DEA on don't do drugs. We'd have an hour with the athletic commission on don't cut too much weight. And then at the bottom of the sheet of paper, it was saying that, you know, if you want to use testosterone, get a testosterone use exemption and then recommending, uh, you know, going to uh, anti-aging clinics to get it. You know, you and I have been down this road before, but Brett Farr, Brett Farr was taking like 30, 30 Vikings a day. Kurt Angle said he was taking sometimes 35 or 40 Vikings at a time. How do you take 35 Vikings at a time? Well, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I, I messed around with a couple of those after a broken jaw, and I never really liked opiates. I, I can see how people could be addicted to it, but it always made my head spin, so that was never my thing. M me too. I mean, in, fa in fact, I, I found an herbal um, solution as far as when I had my uh, a tumor taken out of my nose about 10 years ago. I brought this prescription of Vicodin back to the doctor, <clears throat> and he said to me, he goes, what did you do for pain? I said, well, you know, I used tried an herbal relief here. He goes, really? I said, yeah. I said, you know, little herbs, you go to sleep, you relax. I mean, who needs to take all these narcotics? Anyway, that's a story for another day. The USC is going to go down, of course, to the, the mecca of boxing. The unions have finally succumbed to an extent, I guess, in New York City. Money prevails. Uh, Conor McGregor and Eddie Alvarez going for the lightweight title. Is Eddie Alvarez, should he be an underdog here, at least a slight underdog? Man, I don't know. I think just, I mean, from, from a betting standpoint, 
he should be a slight underdog just to make people want to jump on the action. But because uh, if McGregor's an underdog, obviously a lot of money's going to come in on McGregor no matter what. But I think Alvarez is a slight favorite in terms of who's actually bet, has a better chance at winning this fight. He's got an iron chin. He's not slow, but he packs a ton of punch. You saw what he did to uh, uh, Dos Anjos, and Dos Anjos had just walked through other guys, and he just got mopped up. So, I mean, he's a, he's a really, really talented dude. He's finally coming into his own in the UFC. It looks like he's gotten rid of some of those UFC jitters. And I expect big things from him. That said, Conor McGregor has looked amazing. He looked amazing in the rematch against Diaz. And he's so fast and so long, and he's got crack in both hands. I think it's it's a great fight. Okay. Speaking of the Diaz rematch, um, I was, you know, how can I put this? I've seen a lot of fights, a lot of good fights, a lot of bad fights. I mean, the hype was there, but it wasn't the most thought out, I'm going to say. It just wasn't the most tactical fight of all times. There were two guys going back and forth. It was a little bit more primitive than it could have been. I mean, I think Conor McGregor could have thought a little bit more. And I thought that I thought that maybe Nate Diaz gassed a little bit and didn't have his, uh, have his A game with him. Was there any potential in that? Oh, I agree 100%. I thought that McGregor did a great job of weathering the storm and, and, and finding his, his second wind. That said, it's Diaz's job to push the pace and put it to him, but he couldn't do that. And, and I think that he had come in heavier for this fight to really try to use a size advantage. I heard he was up to 210 pounds uh, in between fights. And, you know, for anybody, getting down to 170 from 210 is not an easy, you know, not an easy deal. And it showed in the fight. And you know what? And guys just don't understand that. <clears throat> I talked about that earlier. How you know you go to training camp, twenty-five or thirty pounds heavy. A boxer, he's got to spend those six weeks losing weights. Kyle, he's not spending those six weeks working on strategy and looking at films and and eating good and and spending time in the sauna and things like. That. I mean, you know, he's he's dying. Yeah, that's the whole thing. People don't realize if you have to cut weight, that means you're cutting calories. That means you're under recovered. If your weight's already down by the time you enter camp, then you're just eating for recovery. And if you go up a few pounds in weight, then you can tailor it back and drop back down. But at least you have that that barometer to know, like, all right, hey, I'm gaining, I'm eating a little too much. Now I can cut back. But you're still able to overeat when you have these super hard training days. Whereas for a guy like Diaz, he probably wasn't able to overeat. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrone Woodley, of course, the newly crowned welterweight champion, hell of a striker, taking on Stefan Thompson. My guys and myself, we're sort of leaning towards Thompson here. What would you think? What do you think? Wonderboy Thompson, just like we called Chris Weidman. Wonderboy Thompson is Chris Weidman's training partner. If if Johnny Hendricks, a D1 national champion, couldn't take this guy down, he's not going to get taken down. His movement is too perfect. He's not going to be standing in the crosshairs of uh, T. Wood's big right hand, and he's certainly not going to get dropped with the same combo that that uh, Woodley got the championship with. And that's taking nothing away from Robbie Lawler, but Robbie's been through a lot. He's got high mileage, and he got dropped. Wonder Boy is next level. He's the future of striking, and we're going to see this guy win the belt. Okay. These two chicks are going to duke it out at 115 pounds for the UFC 115-pound strawweight title, and I, I, I do it like this. Joanna J. and Carolina K. And Carolina K. beat Joanna J. and the amateurs is what I'm being told. Is that true? Shoot, I, 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 I honestly don't follow women's a that women's MMA that closely to uh, to know what's going on in the amateurs, but they're both super talented fighters, and, and that's going to be a fun fight to watch.
the aforementioned Chris Weidman, the natural, the guy that you and I picked to uh, beat Anderson Silva when everybody else said, are you high? Yes, we were, but we were also right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, he's taking Chris Weidman taking on Joe Romero. This is a almost, it almost looks like a loser goes home match. Yeah, it's, it's really tough for both these guys. I don't think either one of them is going anywhere anytime soon, so long as it doesn't, the, the loss doesn't mess them up mentally. You know, nope. I think either one of these guys can recover. They're both, well, Yol's <laughs> age could be any age for all we know. He's, he's like Noguera, but he, he doesn't seem to have a whole lot of wear and tear on him. And uh, Weidman, Weidman's going to be in the picture for a long time. I think he knows he can beat anyone in the division. Okay, Romero's that, is Romero the Cuban? Yeah. Yeah, well, let me tell you about Cubans. I was working in Miami Beach, working with these Cuban boxers, and I get up each morning, I'll tell who it was, D.L. Bellos Hurtado. I think he held the WBC 140-pound title, or he challenged for it anyway. So anyway, I got up to run with these guys in the morning. I was their publicist, so I got up to run with them, and I smelled booze. You know, we're running, and I'm smelling all this booze while we're running. What the hell is this going on here? Anyway, not only was the guy drinking, he was four years older than he was than, than on his birth certificate. So Cubans um, are not the most disciplined guys, and they tend to lie about their age. That's what we're trying to say about Yoel Romero, correct? Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I'm not sure that he would fall into the discipline category. He's definitely disciplined, but but uh, yeah, he might be 45 for all we know. Okay, Kelvin Gaston taking on the disrespected uh, cowboy Daniel Cerrone, and there's Frankie Edgar's on the the undercard, of course, with Jeremy Stevens this and that. Um, Liz Carmouche is on the card straight up. Uh, I'm not all impressed with this. I mean, the top three or four fights are probably going to make it or break it here, but Romero and Weidman, you got to lean there. You lean into it. Is the natural going to be able to put it back together and back to these guys getting tough fights after tough fights, Kyle in boxing, when you get a tough fight, you come back with an easy fight. That's the way it's done because they don't want you like getting the, the snot knocked out of you. But in the USC, you go from one death match to another. This seems like 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 pugilistic suicide. Well, sometimes I mean I agree with you for the most part. Sometimes in the UFC, you know, if if you're if you're in their good favor, they will give you some candy ass tomato can in your next fight, a little bounce back fight. That said, 185 is as loaded as any division, and when guys are, are you know, Weidman was saying, "Hey, I deserve the title shot," and really yapping and complaining about it. So when they don't give him the title shot, they're going to give him another killer, and that's what he got. That said, I think he can beat Romero. I think he does. I think he's hungry and he has more weapons. Um, don't be surprised if he puts Romero on his back and gives him some of those nasty elbows we saw in San Jose against Mark Munoz. Yee. But uh, it's going to be a good fight. It's not easy, but I think Weidman's got it. Hey, here's what's up. Uh, the entire press row that I got to boast. The entire press row that night went with the uh, – uh, I went with the Filipino record machine. I looked at Weidman's record. He'd never been taken off his feet, former NCAA decent wrestler. I said, man, this guy's going to win. And he won. And Meltzer said to me, how did you know? I said, sometimes you got to go with the numbers, baby. And, of course, he went on to win the world middleweight champion, beating the great Anderson Silva. Cormier and Johnson are going to go in a rematch. I don't know too hot about that. What I am hot about, though, is USC 207 and not the main event, not Amanda Nunes or Ronda Rousey, this co-feature. For Beast Verdun versus Cain Velasquez, the battle of former heavyweight champions. And, man, I think Cain's going to make a statement. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And, obviously, you know, total discretion. I uh, uh, Total disclosure, rather. 
Kane, Kane has been a longtime teammate and friend. But that said, I mean, there is just <laughs> – if you watch these guys in the last fight, watch these guys fight Travis Brown and, and tell me it's not a fluke that Kane got beat in Mexico. He's going to walk through Verdum and really, you know, just like when he came back against JDS, he's going to make a statement in this fight. You know, people don't give him enough credit because when he's popping those guys with little short punches and that kind of stuff around there, he's hurting these guys, man. I mean, he's working them. And, and, I, and I talked about his training before when I, I saw him work one round, one five-minute round. We worked with three different guys. I mean, how many heavyweights can work with three different, three different sparring partners in the same round and still not be gassed? He's the only one I've ever known. I mean, he can work a volume game as a heavyweight. Nobody else can do that. The kind of pressure he can put on is just unrelenting. And we didn't see that because of the high pollution as well as high elevation in Mexico City, but guarantee it's going to happen. And look what he did to Brown, case in point. Yeah, Travis Brown, that, you know, poor, <clears throat> poor Travis had to go home to, to Ronda Rousey. That's probably not the most positive household in MMA right now. I mean, Travis is getting beat all the time. She's got to come back and take Amanda Nunes, of course. And that's no cinch fight for her. No, not at all. I think she loses that fight. And I, I, don't, feel, I don't feel too bad for her because she took her time. You know, she could have come back and reinvented herself a little bit faster than she did. Obviously, she had to clear out some cobwebs in her brain. But, man, even if I was her, I wouldn't be asking for the title shot right off the bat, not after watching what Amanda Nunes did in her last fight. I know. But do, do you think that she's living in a, 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 basically she's delusional at this point in time? I mean, because let's be honest, she's looking at other things and, and, and MMA was supposed to be like a, a, a pit stop. She was going to go off to Hollywood and do her things. But I'm not seeing Hollywood banging on her door, are you? Not anymore. But I mean, really, Hollywood depends on her success in the UFC. And that's unfortunate because she's still the most successful female fighter of all time. And she's pretty, and she's got the right look. But, I mean, she's got to be champion in order to get these roles in these movies. And I don't know if that's going to happen again. The baby-faced assassin, I call her the baby-faced lesbian. She's a mean, I'm, she's mean. Amanda Nunes is the real deal. She's tough. And, of course, she's, uh, I think, 17-3 and three as a pro. Ronda Rousey lost that one fight to Holly Holm. You know what's surprising is that after Ronda lost that title, it got passed around like a cheap date. It went to, you know, it went to... Uh, to Holly Holm, to Misha Tate, and now Amanda Nunes, and now Oddsmakers say it's going back to Ronda Rousey. But you and I don't feel that way. So are we talking about an upset here as far as the odds are concerned? I think so. She's got, I mean, she's a sharpshooter. She's fast. She's got incredible power for a woman at that weight class. And, and I mean, unless Ronda completely reinvents her entryway and learns how to stay on the outside and not rush things, I just don't see that happening. Rod Laver Arena, Melbourne, Australia. I'm talking about November the 27th, three days after my birthday, three days after Thanksgiving. The aforementioned Luke Rocco, the former champion, taking on Ronaldo Souza. Have you ever went outside the country with the UFC, went to like Australia and places like that? You know, I never got to go to Australia, but I've been to Nottingham, England, in a fight against Jimmy Manoa, so I've, I've done some traveling. Okay, so when these guys travel, they travel on UFC jets? Uh, Rockhold does. He travels for first class. I think that's put into his contract, as it should be. He's, he's top-tier talent. But um, most of these guys fly commercial, and you end up paying. They only pay for one corner, which is a complete joke, because you're allowed three corners. So then you end up picking up the tab to fly out one or two more guys. Okay, I got about 30 seconds. Speaking of Rockhold, Rockhold and Sousa, how's that go? These guys are great. They've both improved a ton, but I think Rockhold wins it again. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest father in the entire world and our 
great analyst. So well, the great Kyle Kingsbury. Kyle, have a great day. Much luck to you, Pedro. You too, brother. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines all around America and around the world. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Going to look at a couple things with my man Christian after the break. That's right, Christian from Galveston, Texas. We'll go to that phone call right after the break right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You can join us if you'd like. Open phone lines. Got one other line. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878-7529. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Please take me with you. Yes. How I'd love to walk down that golden street. Hand in hand with you all the lovers meet. Whoa, I'd love to go to love land with you. When a belt drive blows out at 3 in the morning, who's got your back? Granger's got your back. When you need safety products to help prevent job site injuries, Granger's got your back. When you need to keep a business running, or a facility, or a school, or a factory, Granger's got your back. Whatever you need, whenever you need it, Granger's got your back. I love Granger. You know why? Because Granger's got my back. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need to keep a business running, or a school, or a bakery, or an HVAC shop, or an auto body garage, a cleaning service, a locksmith, a contractor, a property management company, a restaurant, a grocery store, a dry cleaner, a hotel, a moving company, a hospital, or pretty much anything, you want Granger. Granger has the products and solutions to help a growing business succeed. Whatever you need, whenever you need it. Granger's got your back. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 
855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. There's not a guy in this room that really gives a rat ass about candlelight dinners. <laughs> Women seem to think we like them, but you know, it's never our idea. I mean, does he have them with his friends when you're not around? Absolutely not. During the Super Bowl, okay, Bob, you get the Doritos, I'll get the candles. First down, yes! You make a candlelight dinner for a guy, believe me, he's sitting there squirming in his chair. I can't see the goddamn potato, this sucks. What the hell did she make? What is this, a turd, a piece of corn? Honey, at least put on the TV, get some light over here. So romantic. It's right up there, we're taking a bath or a shower together. Can I tell you how many times I come home at night, the wife will have a little bath made. She doesn't get it. She'll have candles in the bathroom like some kind of voodoo sacrifice. What are you doing? Oh, I made us a bath. You made us a bath. You ever see me take a bath? No, I don't take a bath. I can't even get my own fat butt in the tub without my feet halfway up the wall. We've tried this before. It doesn't work. I always get the side with the faucet in my back. Ow! Ow! Yeah, honey, I'd love to get a heart on. There doesn't seem to be any room. Taking a shower together. That really sucks, fellas. See, women like that because they're the ones under the hot water. We're standing there like a moron with a shriveled up f***ing soap in our face. This is terrific, honey. I got no penis. I got shampoo in my eyes. Let me know when there's no more hot water. It'll be my turn. I'll be right over here. I'm cold. I'm naked. My looks like a stack of buttons. Great Bobby Slayton there coming back from the break. Forgot to hit the mute button. Ah! Anyway, the bottom line, I saw Bobby Friday night at the Punchline in Las Vegas, Nevada, in Las Vegas, in San Francisco, California. And he played uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Of course, the headliner had been playing there for like 40 years, something like that. But, you know, I, I, I had to go up and offer my condolences. And it's a tough part about offering condolences to somebody is when they don't hear them the first time. And you have to say it the second time. Ooh, <clears throat> Like a joke. You don't want to tell it the second time. Well, you don't want to say your, your condolences the second time. Anyway, he handled it real well, although I can tell the uh, death of Teddy has taken his toll on the great Bobby Slayton. The Yid Vicious, man, I mean, Miss Bobby uh, Miss Bobby, and Miss Teddy as well. Of course, met them both here in the city by the bay back in the 1980s. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Take it to the phone lines. We go to Galveston, Texas. as promised to bring in Christian. Oh, Christian's not ready to rock? Okay. Get ready to rock with Christian in a couple of minutes here. Let's look at the the uh, the upcoming schedule as far as the UFC is concerned. We'll talk about the UFC going with UFC Fight Night. Of course, that's going to go down real soon. But are are you real happy with the UFC schedule? Is it something that really, like, you're enamored with? Because I'm looking at this. You know, we've got, like, Alvarez and McGregor. That's cool. And then we've got the UFC Fight Night. Mm, I'm not all that hot on this one. I'll go through the card. Of course, going to Northern Ireland. Anytime they go to Ireland, it's a sold-out arena. It's an event in itself. But straight up, in the main event is Dong Hun Kim, who's a natural guy from Ireland. I'm just kidding. Take it on Gunnar Nelson, who I believe is from Ireland. Anyway, there's like three or four other fights of note on there. Ian McCall's on the card. Amanda Cooper's on the card. She's a 115-pounder. Take it on Anna L. Rose, who can fight in the world uh, women's bantamweight division. So a strawweight division is 115 pounds. So that's looking good. Zach Cummings on the card. 12 fights in all. 
but this will be on, uh, I believe, on UFC Fight Pass. And so I'm sort of down on all these fight cards on Fight Pass because a lot of people don't have Fight Pass. In order to get Fight Pass, you got to spend 10 bucks a month to get Fight Pass. Now, my freaky friends, when I say freaky, I'm talking about my MMA freaks. I got to know everything. I mean, when this guy farted, when that guy woke up, all that kind of good stuff. Well, they have the UFC Fight Pass. I don't. So some of those fights, I do miss the early prelim fights. And some of these cars, well, you've got to get them on various websites around the world. And there are websites you can go to. <clears throat> I'm not going to give them to you. I'm not going to foster that. But there are websites that are available to you that aren't illegal, per se, because you're watching something in another country, you know, in another language. So if you can watch a, a uh, boxing match <clears throat> in Russian and get off on it and figure out what's going on and save some money, more power to you. You are too, right? Right? More? I mean, think about that. More power to you. If you can really do that, if you can watch an event, not spend any money, you got to watch it in another language. Outside of my cousin Al, Al Fernandez, we were watching a Kodo uh, Mayweather fight, I think a few years ago at his house, one of those fights, and it was on pay-per-view, and he couldn't stand to watch it in Russian. So he spent 75 or not, it was like 80 bucks to get it in high def, but that that's Al. So Al, more power to you. Anyway, back to this UFC schedule. Of course, the Conor McGregor, uh, Eddie Alvarez fight. We went to an ad nauseum, UFC 205, going down at the Mecca Boxing, November the 12th. Talk about the Kim and Nelson card. Bader's going to go to uh, Brazil and take on Nogueira. Ryan Bader, the gatekeeper, folks, UFC fight night. Ryan Bader is going to say he's a gatekeeper. What I mean by that is if you can't beat him, you don't fight for the title. These guys are going to go in a rematch. This is UFC fight night 100 from San Paulo, Brazil, November the 19th from uh, I don't even want to go into where it's coming from. The venue's hard to say. But Ryan Bader's going to take on Antonio Nogueira. Pretty good. You know, one of the big nog, little nog. He's a little nog, I believe. Anyway, these guys are going to hook up a light heavyweight. The women's strawweight bat on the card. <clears throat> Claudia Gadine's going to take on Courtney Casey. So, you know, there's some, there's some, when there's more women on the card, I think there's enough women. I tore Kyle sort of poo-pooed a little earlier. But I think that's because he's a male macho guy. But I think the more women they have in mixed martial arts, the bigger the audience will grow. It just will. Because, see, that's an untapped demographic right now in combat sports for the most part. I mean, Ronda Rousey and those people tapped into it. And that's why that uh, that Dana White said she's the greatest UFC fighter of all time because <clears throat> she was able to cross over. Okay? She, she was able to tap into female people, female fans, female pay-per-view customers. I mean, come on, how many female, how many, tell me women, you know, say, yeah, I'm going home to watch the pay-per-view tonight. Well, when Ronda was fighting, some girls were saying that, yeah, I'm going to watch Ronda tonight on pay-per-view. Really? Oh yeah, really? Yeah, pay-per-view. You wouldn't watch Mayweather, who could, I, I can't blame him, because Mayweather, you know, Floyd Mayweather, the retired boxer, 49-0, may he retire in peace, get the hint. Anyway, the bottom line is, He's been so boring. Had he been in the world of pornography and he did porno movies, <clears throat> there would be no money shots. Because, you know, for years and years and years, Floyd Mayweather begged us to buy his pay-per-views. Buy my pay-per-view. I'm knocking this guy out. Buy my pay-per-view. I'm knocking that guy out. Well, guess what? He hasn't knocked anybody else like <clears throat> since Ricky Hatton about 12 or 13 years ago. What I'm trying to tell you is you keep buying that con, the biggest con ever perpetrated on the American public, of course, since Paul Newman and Robert Redford in the movie The Sing. I kid you not. I'm talking about Floyd Mayweather. Rockhold and Jigari, we talked about that with the great Kyle Kingsbury. Of course, the Ultimate Fighter Tournament of Champions finale is going to go down in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Palms, December the 3rd. You know, these tournaments, <clears throat> tournaments are cool, but some of these tournaments are, mm, how can I put this? They're put on tape. 
And then you don't find out who the winners are until later, and that kind of good stuff through the Ultimate Fighter things. But insiders know who won, and if you really want to know, you can find out. And that sort of ruins things. So I found that one time we won the Ultimate Fighter. It was just like, oh, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And when I knew, it just ruined the effect. Anyway, all right. The bottom line is you are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Flyweight champion Demetrius Johnson is going to top this card. Of course, he hasn't got an opponent. Not too many guys want to fight him at 115. I mean, at 125, he's trying to get fights. Why doesn't he get fights? <sighs> I think he's a little unexciting. People say he's the most dominant fighter in all of MMA. That's what they say to me. What are you? Are you crazy, Pedro? He's the most dominant guy. In the, well, why don't I get off on fighting him? I mean, between you and I, mm, it just it just doesn't happen. I don't know what's happening there. I really would like to figure out what's going on with that kid, but. Demetrius Johnson just doesn't, he just doesn't float my boat. That's just the way to put it. And of course, he's December the 3rd against an unknown title challenger. But the card I'm looking forward to, of course, the end of the year, and I'll, I'm going to pump this down for the next few weeks. I'm going to try to get Cain Velasquez on the show, maybe get Ronda if we can. But Cain Velasquez and Fabrice Verdum, this is the, this is the second coming, the third coming of the best heavyweight we've ever had, but we don't know it. When I say it like that, what I'm trying to tell you about Cain Velasquez is, <clears throat> outside of those injuries, had he not been injured, had he not been off a year and a half here, a year and a half there, a year here, had he not had those long sustained injuries, I think he would have developed a reign as the longest reigning greatest UFC heavyweight champion of all time, and we'd be calling him pound for pound the greatest fighter in MMA as we speak. I kid you not. But, of course, the injuries, you know took their toll, and then <clears throat> him not getting ready and disrespecting Mother Nature and going down there to fight Verdum in those high, that high altitude of Mexico City, 10,000 feet after training at sea level. Didn't work out too well. He got gassed. He got beat. He got licked like a stamp. He realized, you know what? I can't get fat between fights. He rededicated himself. And I'm telling you, there's nothing worse for sparring partners in the American Kickboxing Academy down there in Silicon Valley than having a rededicated Cain Velasquez in the house. It's it's terrible. I think I think uh, uh, Kyle told me that when they used to work on, we used to work with him, that his neck would be sore for a week from one session in the octagon with Cain Velasquez. His neck would be like, I need I need painkillers. He wasn't taking them, but he needed painkillers because that's what kind of beating Cain Velasquez puts on people. The most well conditioned fighter in the world of mixed martial arts, and he's a heavyweight. He's weighing two hundred thirty five pounds. I'm not going to joke about him anymore. He's not hanging out the taco truck. He sold his taco truck. He doesn't have a pink slip to it anymore. He's no longer like digging burritos three or four times a day. No longer doing pizza, doing tacos like a former 49er coach, Jim Tom Sula, was doing Amici's Pizza. No, he's cleaned up his act. He's really dedicated, and that's scary to me. That's the most scariest thing I can imagine for any other heavyweight on the planet. Came Velasquez focused and scary. You wanted him thinking, I, I preferred, if I was a challenger, I would prefer just having him cocky because you've got almost no chance with him cocky, but when he's dedicated, rededicated, you have no chance. I mean, what is it Don King said? Slim and none, and Slim just left town. Well, guess what? I don't think Verdum's got a shot against Cain Velasquez, even though in their last fight, Cain Velasquez was beaten by Verdum. Now, <clears throat> Pedro, why can I say that? As I said, the conditioning the first time around, Cain wasn't there. The cardio wasn't there. The fact that he went to Mexico City. And people laugh when I say this, you know, oh, what are you trying to tell me? You know, the altitude's that big of a deal? Well, we were in Mexico City for a boxing event. Back in circa 2000, I believe, and the great Alexis Arguello and I were together, and the champion, the Explosivo, 
Flacco, the explosive thin man from Nicaragua. He and I are walking up these stairs, these big round stairs in Mexico City to this event. And it says these round stairs, there's no elevator, so the stairs go all the way around. It's like turning stairs, and it goes up about four or five flights. Well, I guess I got up about two or three flights of stairs, and I saw this man sitting on the stairs. I didn't think nothing of it. Then it went about another, you know, 25, 30 feet. Then two people were sitting on the stairs. Then it went a little further on the stairs, a little further up, higher up. And these people were being treated by a paramedic. So there was like eight people down on the carpet at the WBC convention back in 2000 because of the altitude in Mexico City. So if you can imagine people not being able to walk up the stairs, imagine it for, you know, up to a, a decent uh, height in the building. Imagine what it's like to fight in an altitude incredibly impossible. Straight up, talking about Daniel Cormier, of course, and Anthony Rumble Johnson going to a rematch here. I'm not too excited about that, but I guess Cormier doesn't have a whole lot of shots in the fact that, you know, what's happening at light heavyweight? I mean, is light heavyweight the lost division right now without John Jones? Is it really? I mean, think about it. Without JJ, is it lost? And is he coming back, of course, testing positive for those estrogen blockers? What was that like a few months ago? Remember that? You know, it had the same thing in his bloodstream that 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 uh, that that uh, Brock Lesnar had, but they allowed Brock Lesnar to fight on that card against Mark Hunt. Why? Because I think Brock Lesnar, had he pulled off the entire event, would have went in the tank, in the toilet per se. They wouldn't have sold anything. And for the sake of money, somehow they were able to come up with uh, with uh, John Jones's drug test, but not pre-fight, but not Brock Lesnar's pre-fight drug test. Sound a little shady? I'm just kidding. This is the world of mixed martial arts. Of course, as I said, USC going down with this light heavyweight title, USC light heavyweight champion, Danny Cormier taking on Rumble Johnson, Zeke Malaski's in the rematch. He's taking on John Moraga. Of course, Lando Vanada taking on John Medesa. No women on the card. Take their back. Valerie Letanu. She's pretty hot, man. It's a hot name anyway. Paulina Botello. Am I going to get rapped for sexual harassment for saying chicks are hot? Is that what's going to happen now? Can I not say chicks are hot on the radio anymore? I mean, is that not true? Come on. You know, I can say it. Bottom line, hot chicks right now, I think that sells. And hot chicks in MMA, that will sell even to bigger and greater demographics. You are tuned to the Sports by Live Broadcast Network. My national anthem to the break. Yes, I'm still a young man on Sports by Live. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student 
student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the student loan hotline right now. 800-949-8707. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices. Again, get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. When a belt drive blows out at 3 in the morning, who's got your back? Granger's got your back. When you need safety products to help prevent job site injuries, Granger's got your back. When you need to keep a business running, or a facility, or a school, or a factory, Granger's got your back. Whatever you need, whenever you need it, Granger's got your back. I love Granger. You know why? Because Granger's got my back. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need to keep a business running, or a school, or a bakery, or an HVAC shop, or an auto body garage, a cleaning service, a locksmith, a contractor, a property management company, a restaurant, a grocery store, a dry cleaner, a hotel, a moving company, a hospital, or pretty much anything, you want Granger. Granger has the products and solutions to help a growing business succeed. Whatever you need, whenever you need it. Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Can you imagine that's the voice of an 82-year-old man? I kid you not. I took a chick to his concert and said, listen, if he misses the beat, he's 82 years old, right? He didn't miss a beat all night. He is a man, Frankie Valley. Now, back to this rematch. Of course, the uh, USC light heavyweight champion, Danny Cormier, three fights ago, he knocked out Anthony Rumble Johnson, uh, take that back, submitted him in the third round. But Rumble Johnson knocked him down in the first round. And Rumble's a good striker and a good puncher, probably the best striker at, at 205 pounds. And Cormier did show some, you know, uh, some kinks in his armor. Of course, that last fight against Anderson Silva when he got kicked in the ribs and Silva almost took him out in that last round of that fight. He did not smell blood in the water. And Anderson Silva, either he, his nose was clogged, couldn't smell the blood, or he was too tired to move on it. But the bottom line is Cormier was there to be taken. And the bottom line was Mr. Anderson Silva in that last-minute appearance there in Las Vegas. He was unable to come up with a victory. Speaking of last-minute appearance, he thought that that would make him... Uh, and the, the USC would be indebted to him for doing that, okay? According to reports out of Brazil, Anderson Silva is extremely unhappy currently with the USC, as is the current 
uh, the former world bantamweight champion. I'm talking about Renan Barreiro. So straight up, a couple of Brazilians hot with the UFC as I speak. And will the UFC change? Talk about a change, of course, in ownership. Lots of things are happening in the world of UFC as I speak. And we'll talk about that in depth on future shows. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. A repeat of hour number one still to come here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Mm-hmm. 